The Ponch Stevenson Show, PonchStevenson.com, Episode 171, Wednesday, June 15, 2011. This is The Ponch Stevenson Show, PonchStevenson.com, Episode 171. I am Rob. You are Greg. Yes. And for the rest of the episode... I am going to... I am going to talk like this! Oh, yeah! You you think you're... I'm going to talk like that! Yeah! No, I'm going to snap your neck! Yeah! I'm, I'm a lunatic! Cup yeah, of I'm coffee! I'm insane! Yeah! Cup of coffee! Yeah! Oh, you're coming up here for a cup of coffee, Ricky the Dragon! Yeah, I'll rip out your larynx! Yeah! So... So we have a celebrity death. Oh, no. I'm going to the website. I really don't think you need to go to the website for this one. Well, d- just for the statistics. but. <laughs> uh, so, yes, Randy Poffo is dead. Ah. Do you know who that is? No, I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, Macho Man, yeah. The macho Man, yeah, let me tell you, yeah. Hogan, you're a chicken, yeah. <laughs> Be a man. So the Macho Man Randy Savage, his real name was Randy Poffo, and he yeah. came from a family of wrestlers, his brother, his father, and he was born November 15th, 1952. He died in a car accident. On May 20th, 2011, he was 58 years old. Yeah, well, I, I don't think the uh, the cause of death was the car accident. <laughs> drugs. No, what the drugs? No. I don't take any drugs. Now, I th- well, they said that, uh, Lanny Poffo had told somebody that he, he thought he had a heart attack. The genius? Yeah, well, he's a genius, he would know. <laughs> Leaping Lanny Poffo? <laughs> So, um, yeah, so that's what he, he, uh, I guess that's what he was thinking. And because I think they, they said that he really didn't show any signs of like major injury from, you know, driving into a tree. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yeah, it must've been some kind of heart attack. I mean. You know, again, I mean, it's you know, this is a guy. Uh, he, I, I don't, I don't think he ever did any drugs. Really? Uh, the mon- no, I don't think so. He wasn't really into that, but uh, he definitely did steroids. I mean, well, like, that, that, but that's drugs. No, 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 I know, but I'm, I'm talking about like cocaine or heroin no, or something uh, like that. You know, so yeah, he did steroids. Yeah, yeah, does a body good. Yeah. Um, just say no, yeah. Need a little excitement, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I just, yeah, he definitely did, and, um, steroids, I guess, but, so, sometimes, I don't know, you know, sometimes it catch up to you, but, um, you know, you just look at it, and you, you talk about all these, like, professional football players who, you know, they, you know, they don't make it to, like, 60, yeah, because well, well, neither did he. No, and you know, there's just, you know, it's such a a crazy lifestyle where you're basically like, 
I mean, you're in this, like, battle, you know, almost every night, you know, three, four nights a week. You know, you have to perform. Yeah. And this is not like a, it's not like a, a dancer, you know, it's not like Fred Astaire performing where you're just dancing around. I mean, it's just aerobics, you know, but I mean, these guys were, you know, throwing each other around and pile driving and, you know, he's flying off the top rope and it's a very rough lifestyle, but, you know, I don't know. Well, I was reading his Wikipedia page and it says earlier in his career... Uh, he, he first broke into the wrestling business in 1973 because I, I guess he was also a minor league baseball player. At yeah, the, he, at the time. It, yeah, he um, he uh, he tried out for a number of teams and just never really got anywhere. He was a catcher. So in 1973, he started wrestling, and his first wrestling character was called. It was called the Spider. And it was very, he was he was very similar to Spider-Man. I invented the spider. Oh, yeah, you think you invented him? I'll snap your neck like a twig, Stanley. Oh, yeah. I invented Macho Man. No. So, uh, yeah, I just... I invented was... the village people. That, well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I thought that was funny. And also something funny about his wikipedia page is that now th throughout the last several years i've been posting pictures to my Flickr account and I, I i just tag them all as creative commons like you know i don't care if people want to use them they use them and and, and as we've discussed previously on, on on the show people have used some of my pictures on their uh yeah like one of your cat yeah so, the Wikipedia page for Randy Savage and for Miss Elizabeth mm. both use one of my Flickr photos of the, the one that we talked about on the show where I had met him when I was, I think, like seven years old in 1986. Yeah. When, uh, when you know, Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth came to our hometown of Belleville, New Jersey. Yeah. Someone had found my picture on Flickr, and, and now those are the official Wikipedia article photos. Uh -huh. Of course, they cut me out of it, but... Yeah, well, you have to. Well, you know, what's funny is um, somebody else uh, who we went to high school with, uh, after he died, also posted a picture of him and the Macho Man and uh, Miss Elizabeth from that same uh, event. Who? You want me to say his name? What was his first name? Dan. Oh, really? You don't know who I'm talking about. Was he in our grade? No. A year older? Yes. Crazy? He one yes. One time he uh, sliced his finger or something with a ruler or something like that. <laughs> or... Yeah, yeah. So I do know who you're talking about. So there's a picture of him and he's wearing, he's actually wearing a Hulk Hogan shirt. Oh, no. Well, guess so what? I wasn't happy about seeing him. Well, after all these years, guess who won? Won what? Who won life? I don't know. Who? Yeah, that's right, brother. Oh, it's no. the Hulkster. What you gonna do, brother? What do you mean? I'm Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> I've won more titles than Hulk Hogan has brain cells. 
probably true, but... Yeah, so Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair both ended up beating the Macho Man at yeah. life. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... Well, be, yeah, but come on. How long has was the Macho Man doing, like, rap songs about oh, well. how much he hated Hulk Hogan and... <laughs> YouTube videos about how much he hated Hulk Hogan and he was you know, a chicken and you know it's funny I was um over the weekend I happened to catch this um this show on this channel on this HD net channel which does a lot of like uh, MMA you know the mixed martial arts shows yeah and so there was one of them for some reason they were interviewing Hulk Hogan and what was really, really uh, eerie was what, what day did the Macho Man die? May twentieth. Okay, so twenty eleven. All right, so this interview aired on May the twentieth. Oh, really? Because I was watching it, and like you know, they were talking, and I figured at first I thought that maybe they were interviewing him because of Macho Man dying. But no, this it actually they must have recorded before. So Hogan's going, he's like. Yeah, you know, uh, brother, when the macho, when Mach moved in down the beach from us, uh, here in, in Tampa, uh, you know, he was really paranoid about Miss Elizabeth, and, and, uh, nobody could go near her, he didn't, he was just very paranoid, brother, and so, uh, he had this house, brother, and he put up this gigantic cage on the <laughs> front door, brother, you, you couldn't get in there if you were Arnold Schwarzenegger, brother, you know, okay, and he was just paranoid, okay? I was like, what the hell is this idiot talking about? So, um, Yeah, Randy was real paranoid. I mean, when he'd walk through the dressing room, he'd make Elizabeth look down. Don't look at anybody, don't look at her, I'll kill you. You know, he, he always was in character, and he just was so paranoid of his wife. And I remember when he first moved down the beach from us, they bought a little house on Kensington. And, you know, it's a beautiful house with a big front door. And all of a sudden, he built a cage around the front door with another locked door. Wow. I'm leaving for six days. you got six TV dinners. Don't leave the house. Ooh, yeah. Wow. You know, and he was just really tripped, you know, and just kept her on a real short leash and just was super paranoid of, of anybody that was around. And Apparently, he was paranoid. <laughs> um... But also, uh, Hulk Hogan, when he responded to um, the death, was saying that, you know, he's like, you know, what I, you know, what really, he's like, what I re really hate is that, you know, we didn't talk to each other for about ten years. Really? Yeah, and I don't remember the reason, but he's like, just recently we started like emailing and talking on the phone here and there and. You know, so he was like really, uh, Hulk Hogan, I guess, was really, uh, um, I don't know, upset. Regretful. Yeah, I guess so. After over ten, ten years of uh, not talking with Randy, we finally started to talk and communicate. And uh, he had so much life in his eyes and his spirit. Um, I just pray that he's, uh, you know, happy and in a better place and we miss him. We miss him a lot. It's just, uh, I feel horrible about the 10 years that 
you know, he wouldn't respond or we had no communication. So it's, this was a this was a tough one. Well, what did Vince McMahon say? I don't know. It was my idea to turn him into the Macho King, damn it. Yeah. We're going to have a pay-per-view of the funeral. <laughs> oh, no. And it's it's going to be a funeral match. <laughs> they do that every week. Well, there's a casket match, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, the casket match. <laughs> and, yeah, let's watch that. But then, you know, I, and I'll play some of these clips that I found recently. Um, this website, one the number one wrestling.com. Uh, the guy went out and interviewed some people. He interviewed uh, uh, Bret the Hitman Hart, and basically Bret Hart was saying, you know, it ran, you know, Savage was a really good guy. He was very professional. He was like the most professional, quote, professional wrestler that you could find. You know, he was very professional about about how the matches would go and and all that. And really, yeah, and. Um, and you know a lot of the wrestlers had good things to say about him. The uh, the honky tonk man had, uh, uh, you know, he said he was very professional and and, and this and that. And um... so in the good time of Randy Savage, when you saw Randy Savage in the ring, what was it about Randy Savage that attracted all those minions of fans? You know, Randy was just a really intense guy. He was a lot like the persona he played in the ring. He was a guy that was. Pretty much a straight shooter, um, right to the point, straight to your face, kind of. And but he was a warm, sort of friendly, um, really likable guy. That um, he was a man's man. He was always a guy that was, <clears throat> you know, loved and respected by all the wrestlers in the dressing room. Everybody sort of. He was, he was always a team leader, and uh, uh, he represented every, all of us. Like we all, Randy was, he was one of the ones that everybody looked up to. Yeah. Uh, so many fond memories of Randy and the, the year or so we had matches together and we just we clicked and had so much fun and, and I enjoyed being around him. He was such a professional all the time and, and he, a truly, truly going to be missed and, and a great professional for our business. What set him apart from the pack? Uh, he was intense and he, he had a passion for what he did. And he wanted every match that he and I were in to be better than the one we had before. And, and that's what I say. He, he's a cut above in, in professionalism of a lot of guys that I knew. And then they, uh, somebody uh, got a video of the uh, former Ultimate Warrior. What do you mean the former? <laughs> well, I mean, he's not, the, he's not wrestling anymore. Oh, oh, oh. So now this guy, of course, this guy's insane, by the way. Does he still and have the 80s uh, feathered haircut? No, no, he's flat top. And so this guy started talking about how him and Savage, when they had like a feud and they were wrestling against each other, were, would drink like three like gallons of coffee every day. What? And he's like, he just couldn't. He's like, uh, he couldn't stop drinking coffee. Ugh. I mean, he doesn't talk like that anymore, but if he was still talking like the Ultimate Warrior... <laughs> right. It's like, he couldn't stop drinking coffee, the macho man. Coffee, me. Cup of coffee, yeah. Yeah. Cup of coffee. Yeah, Ultimate Warrior thinks he can out... 
Drink a cup of coffee to Macho Man Randy Savage. Not gonna happen. Oh, yeah. No. Nobody drinks more coffee than me. Yeah. So, um... It's, it's Coffee Man. Oh, shut up. I invent a new superhero every 45 seconds. It's Java Girl. He throws hot boiling coffee at the evildoers. When I was thinking about Randy over the last couple of days, I voiced him with a cup of coffee. He was never without a cup of coffee. We used to have a competition with one another, see if you drink the most coffee and get the most jacked up. And I remember at Wembley Stadium, we couldn't get as much coffee as we wanted. We wanted it in our own dressing room. So we found an executive dining hall that they had set up for the big wigs at Wembley Stadium, and we stole this five-gallon percolator, big metal thing, full of coffee. By the time we went to the ring, there was only a few drops left. Never without coffee. And then the ultimate maniac thing we did, the maniac program that never we never got to do. But um, out of respect for him, man, WrestleMania three. This match was Steamboat. All his incredible skills were on display in that thing. I mean, he was like a cheetah in that match, just all over his reaction time and stuff. I think it came from the professional sports and the baseball that he played, man. He was just so quick and rapid and sharp and precise with his moves. I mean, watch that match if you never have. It's one of the all-time classics. All-time classics. So, actually, and also in that, that Hulk Hogan interview, he started talking about, you know, they were talking about how uh, WWF back then wanted to get rid of him and move on. And so... Get rid of know, who? They, Hogan. Oh. So they wanted, like, the Ultimate Warrior to be the next big good guy. And they were talking about how they were wrestling each other in the big match, which I think was WrestleMania 6 or something like that. I forget. And um, he's like, I don't know if it was that match or another one. And he's like... He's like, yeah, you know, brother, I was wrestling this uh, this warrior dude, and uh, after five minutes, he he's just like, all right, let's go home. <laughs> what? Yeah, so you know, Hogan was like, you know, he's just like, I, I give up, you know, let's go home, you know. I he was like freaking out or something, and Hogan's like, Wait a minute, it's a pay per view, you can't just leave. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> So we had to, like, baby him through the match. Oh, God. What? This guy was in, like, 50 million times better shape than Hulk Hogan. It wasn't that he was tired. He was a psycho. Well. <laughs> oh, God, they're wrestlers. But, you know, so then they were talking about it. Macho Man died, and then, you know, for some reason they picked, like, WrestleMania 7. Yeah. And, which was probably about 20 years ago. Maybe that's why they said it. And, and like, over 25% of the wrestlers from from WrestleMania 7 are dead. Yeah, it's interesting that... And it was only 20 years ago. Well, it, it's interesting that throughout the course of the Paunch Stevenson show, and we have gone through the deaths of many big celebrities. Yes. Including wrestlers. And and we haven't even touched on, uh, we probably only touched on a quarter of the wrestlers who have died. 
<laughs> oh, really? Well, yeah. I mean, there's other wrestlers who have died who were not that popular. Or definitely, you would never have heard of them. They're more recent. Oh, yeah. Yet, somehow, Jake the Snake Roberts still lives on. I don't know how. <laughs> Coked out, drunk. <laughs> and Terry Funk, he's still alive. Yeah, but Terry Funk was, he never did any drugs. Yeah, but he's like 80 years old, still doing steel cage matches. Yeah, but he, <laughs> he, he, he it's crazy. I don't think he wrestles, now. Nah, I don't think he wrestles anymore, but, you know, he, um, yeah, I mean, look. The wrestling alone is not going to kill him, but uh, it's just the lifestyle. Yeah. And in fact, then they were talking, somebody was talking about, remember the tag, one time there was a tag team of Mr. Perfect and the Macho Man. <laughs> the, the tag team, and they're both dead, and the tag team was called Perfect Maniacs. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they are both dead. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um you know, unfortunately, it's really just a, I guess, an offshoot of the lifestyle. I, you know, I, I think what really happened was in in the 90s there, in the mid-90s, especially, I mean, you had the WWF and you had WCW. And WCW was really nothing. I mean, they had a few pay-per-views. And they had the one show on Saturday night on TBS. Nobody watched it. Well, when you and I grew up, when we were children, WCW was like some... It was Hillbilly. So, yeah, it was like some, you know, B-list. Like, like the real thing was WWE. It, it was like Transformers versus GoBots. Right. In terms of like perceived popularity, it was like WWF was the real deal. That's what all the cool people watched. Yeah, and WCW was like was like some second rate, you know, two bit operation. Right, but in either case, at the time, what you had was you each each of them had like a weekly show. They were not live; they were on the weekends, and they were comprised of the mo mostly of their like house shows, which was like their tour. You know, so at the time, most of their wrestlers were doing, you know, maybe one, two shows a week. Yeah. When WCW hired this guy Eric Bischoff, and he came in there, and they they what tried to go head to head against WWF. At one point in the late 90s, WWF had two shows. They had their regular Raw show, which was on USA. And they had the SmackDown show, which was on... It was syndicated, but it was also on. And the WWF... And then they had weekend, you know, like, wrap-up shows and all that stuff. Yeah. ECW had a show. Those yeah. guys were maniacs. <laughs> and then the funny thing is, most of those guys are still alive. Um, WCW had Monday Nitro on TNT, and then they had Thursday or Wednesday, I forget, they had Thunder, which was on TBS, and a Saturday show on TBS. And despite all of these shows, and every each, each of them had 12 pay-per-views a year, and despite all of that, they still did these house shows. 
where there was no TV. <laughs> so these guys were wrestling 52 weeks out of the year. You know, three, four nights, five nights a week. If they got injured, they weren't allowed to, you know, like take off or anything like that. So, I mean, they basically rest. They basically performed these guys to death, essentially. In many you know, cases, you, literally. Yeah, I mean, you look at it. Most of these guys were addicted to, like, painkillers. Yeah. It wasn't just simply drugs. It was mostly prescription uh, drugs because they were just beaten up. And especially the older guys. Yeah. You know, and that's... Unfortunately, and, you know, you look at it and say, oh, you know, you know people want to... Oh, I say, but I, I blame Vince McMahon or this guy Bischoff or Ted Turner... But you know maybe that's true. But I think at the end of the at the end of the um, the day, I think as a wrestling fan, you kind of I think you have to point the finger at, at yourself. I think you got to look yourself in the <laughs> mirror and say, you know, hey, you know, we demand. You know, in a sense, the the fans demanded that these guys wrestled constantly. You know, so. The fans are actually the ones murdering these wrestlers. I think so, yes. Yes, I, I think that you could... So uh, the fans could... should actually all be murdered. No, I think that they should uh, They should be uh, 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 defendants in a wrongful death suit. <laughs> Take a good look at yourself in the mirror and and stop blaming the victim. I think the ultimate warrior. I think he's a lawyer now. You have to take responsibility. I am a lawyer. Really? Warrior is lawyer. Warrior is lawyer. The ultimate lawyer. <laughs> he should go into court with like all the, you know, the hair and the, ah. the tassels hanging off his arms and everything. The face, the He-Man face paint. <laughs> Macho Man, Randy Savage. You have changed over the past couple of months like I can not believe, sir. I'm a chameleon, yeah. A chameleon? Uh -huh. Yeah. I'm talking about the beat goes on, yeah. And the beat goes on, yeah. And the beat goes on. And the videoscope, yeah, I am looking right into you right now. Macho Madness right now. Sugar is sweet and so is honey. Macho Madness is on a roll and it can't be stopped. No, Elizabeth understands what I'm talking about, yeah. What, uh -huh. Why is it, Macho Man, when I sit and talk to you, stand and talk to you for that matter, that I think of... Old Sonny and Cher hits. Why is that? Unbelievable. Time distortion. Space is the place me and Gene Okerlund go down that lonesome highway. Yeah, but don't be hypnotized. No, reincarnation doesn't have to be. You can concentrate and you can uh, mental but, telepathy. But, yeah, but the beat goes on. But the beat goes on. That beat in particular has got to include... Maybe the honky-tonk man, the intercontinental champion of the world. I know you're not getting along real well with members of the Bobby Heenan family, macho man. Not at all. Let me tell you something right now. Talking about the greatest intercontinental champion that ever lived, the honky-tonk man is out of line. Yeah, because I am the greatest intercontinental heavyweight champion that ever lived, and I am the greatest professional wrestler that ever lived, and I'm living now. Yeah, right now. Uh-huh. Savage, Sarasota, Florida. 
Come on in. You're going to be defending against the dragon, Ricky Steamboat. What's the cup for? WrestleMania 3, Pontiac, Michigan. Yeah, 90,000 plus people watching right there. And this is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah, cup of coffee in the big time because you'll never get closer than now. I am the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion and I will remain the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion. And Jersey Animal Steel on the outside will be no factor, yeah. You say no factor. Obviously, he is a factor or you wouldn't even brought it up. Oh, wow. Mr. Sarcasm, yeah. I don't care if you've got 23 wrestlers around the outside. It doesn't even matter, no, because I am ready and I will not let this opportunity slip through my fingers. Cup of coffee, man, yeah. Man. Could indeed be meeting here at Halloween Havoc, and certainly that stimulates your interest in that Luger Ming match. One down, one to go. And you know what? I beat the Zodiac, yeah. And we had even a little audience participation, yeah, because I'm wild, yeah. And I'm going to tell you something, Hulk Hogan. I heard what you said about me a few days ago, yeah. And I don't think that you can separate business from friendship. I'm your friend, but if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you, don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Randy Savage, I know you your are. Your mustache is crooked. Your beard is a little sideways, too, but I don't want to get into that. That's I'm not right. going to take personal pot shots at you or anybody else. That's not my nature. Get in line, everybody. I'm a little better guy than that. I don't mind telling you. Cool. I'm a bigger man. I'm going to take Lex Luger because my curiosity is killing me just like a cat would be killed by the curiosity. Yeah, because of the fact machine versus machine and man versus man doubled and tripled by the exposure of the WCW Heavyweight Championship belt. Don't you think I have a little bit of interest right there? Friendships, friendships, business is business. Hulk Hogan already threw the line in the sand. I'm just following it up. Yeah. All right, we're going to be watching I'm very closely. Be a participant, and I'm going to be watching too through the video scope. Yeah. Thanks. Hip. Yeah. Gotta have beef. Gotta have spice. Need a little excitement. Snap it to a slim jim. Oh yeah. Tonight, here to meet the Mega Bucks, comprised of Andre the Giant and the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, Hulk Hogan. I know you're ready. Well, you know me, Gene. They've already made a believer out of me, man. A couple hours before the match, you can already feel Madison Square Garden rumbling, brother. I know what Hulkamania feels like. I know what the Macho Madness feels like. But together as one, that's the Mega Powers. We definitely are the strongest force in the universe. And the dude here is going in with a clear conscience. I've never built so much electricity. Oh, yeah, I'm talking the mania and the madness together. It's the mega powers, yeah. And besides that, means in Oakland, oh, yeah, we have our secret weapon. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, gentlemen. Secret yeah. weapon. This is, this is the First Lady of Wrestling, Elizabeth. That's the secret weapon. You better believe it, Mean Gene. You don't think we go into this thing without the 24-inch pythons loaded, brother. We've got Elizabeth, our secret weapon, and the last thing those megabucks are going to see is the kiss of death, Mean Gene. Oh, my ladies and gentlemen, stand what by for this one. What are they going to do when the mega powers come running through? No way to stop us. Oh, no way. Yeah. Well, I have another celebrity death. Uh-oh.
This was actually uh, several months ago. I forgot. <laughs> Wait, several months? Hello, Jerry. I'm an old man. I'm confused. What? Uncle Leo from Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, that was like last year. No, it was... it. So, the man's name was Len Lesser. He was born December 3rd, 1922. Okay. And he died February 16th, 2011. He was 88. He died of cancer. Mm. Uncle 88. Leo. It's a lot. 88 years old. So, I'll have to play some... Um... Some uh, snippets of uh, past uh, uh, vignettes and promos by the Macho Man. You know, over the years. And, and Seinfeld. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's next? Um, I guess the other big story was uh, Mr. Schwarzenegger there. Actually, before we get into that, I just have a little quick question for you. You know the term optical illusion? Yeah. Isn't that redundant? No. Like, okay, if, if I go to Barnes & Noble and I buy a book of optical illusions... Yeah. And on the cover, the title of the book is, you know... A hundred really cool optical illusions. Yeah. Can't the title of the book just be A Hundred Really Cool Illusions? No. Why? They're illusions. Of course they're optical. I'm looking at them. It's redundant. <laughs> I know, but they're it's just, just illusions. It's, no, but it's 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 specifying the type of illusion. What is there? An audio illusion? I, I don't know, maybe. A smell illusion? Sensory illusion? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. The governor. The governor have love child. Oy. I am going to terminate my wife and my oy. marriage. <laughs> That's more like she terminated him. Oh, good. This guy, oh my god. My... Well, they canceled, they canceled the governor cartoon. That's right, I canceled it! And supposedly he's not going to do this Terminator uh, uh, reboot that he, or something he wants to. It's like, why do they ha need him in the Terminator? They did a really good CGI version of him. Well, do you know, well, it, it, it was going to be Terminator 5, right? Yeah, but. Do you know the, who canceled it? No, they didn't cancel the movie, like, outright. I'm just saying that. But do you know who canceled him being in it? I don't know. Me! Oh, Stanley! Well, nothing, nothing to do with it. They canceled our cartoon! <laughs> I'm I just invented Cancelled Man! He cancels the evil doers! Um, so Arnold Schwarzenegger had a love child with the maid or something like that. <laughs> uh, this guy... Wait. He needs some glasses. Who's worse, him or Tiger Woods? Uh, I think he's worse. <laughs> I'm, I'm worse than Tiger Woods. At least Tiger Woods, you know, Tiger Woods is doing this, and, you know, Tiger Woods was going for the, um, 
you know, like the cream, the top of the, the chart, you know, the top of the, the, the you know, the top shelf uh, 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 young woman there. You know, the best that he could get, I guess. I guess. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, in this case, wound up with this woman who was like their maid or something. And <laughs> I, I mean, she is just, she she's a mess. <laughs> I don't know. To put it plainly, she is just a mess. And th this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is the best he can do? So What happened to... This is... No, this is California. There's beautiful women everywhere. <laughs> he lied. So, but anyway, then... Uh, and then All uh, of the uh, women here have the fake orange tan. <laughs> so, um... Apparently, Jane Seymour, of all people... Uh, was telling someone that Arnold probably has even more love children. Well, two questions. Well, no, no, not two. Two things. Two comments. Number one, I remember hearing over the years, like, every once in a while about how a woman would come out and complain about him, about, like, sexual harassment on, 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 on like, a movie set or things well, like that, and he would just he, brush it off like, no. He admitted no. it. But he did? He would... Yes, well, this is before he was married. He admitted that, like, in the 70s and 80s, he literally, there was, like, video. When he would do those, like, fitness videos, he was, like, groping everyone. Well, I mean, even afterwards, once he was a big yeah. movie star, sure, women would come out and be like, no, no, they just, they're, they're just oh, money they're grubbers. They're, they're just trying to get rich quick. Yeah. Obviously, now they weren't just trying to get rich quick. They were telling the truth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's just a... Uh, a loser, but, um... So now, well, you know what this means. Here's my I'm other... Detective Richard Kimball, you're under arrest! <laughs> Here's my, well... My other comment was, this now means we can no longer do the clip of, This man is not dead. Why? Because he, he completely disgraced himself. Well, that, that doesn't mean we can take the clip away. No? Yeah, no, we love disgraced celebrities. I know, but now I have to go back into every episode and edit that out. Why? And re-upload the MP3 file. What? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone will care that we're uh, we're making we've been making fun of Arnold Schwarzenegger the whole time. So, so first Gilbert Gottfried, now Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Well, it's, we 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 cur the Macho Man's dead. We, we curse everybody. Louie Anderson. Yeah. I'm the Terminator. And even Jerry Lewis we curse. He's finally retiring from his stupid telethon. Thought he was still doing that? Yeah, this year's his last year, right, Jerry? <laughs> the hell is hey that? Hey, ladies. Hello. They're all my kids. <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> well, you know, now there's going to be uh, God knows how many kids there are right now who uh, <laughs> who don't know the answer to that question because of him. <laughs> I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> Who's your daddy? What the, and then you're going to have like 30 kids are going to raise their hand. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Probably everyone in that kindergarten. Yeah. Gee. Seriously, more. this idiot 
<laughs> the woman, right? The mother of the child. The maid. Yeah. Well, she was a real dirtbag. So, her husband... Wait, she was married? Yes. Oh, my God. Well, so God. was he. This is, well, yeah, I know, but... What's wrong with these people? So, well, wait a minute, though. If Arnold Schwarzenegger and this maid had a child, like where mm. where was the child? With her. Not only that. Did he know? Hold on. No, no, no. Who? Arnold. Yes. Did his wife know? No. Not only that. This was like in 1997. Oh. Not only that. Maria Sh- Shriver, his wife, and this woman were pregnant at the exact same time. They gave birth within a week. Oh, God. <laughs> now, wait a minute. That's disgusting. Yeah. So, wait a minute. If I were this... Maria Shriver, I'd get every single test there is. To do what? To make sure she doesn't have a disease. Oh, it's a little late for that. <laughs> um, with all these people that he's been sleeping with. Well, f- wait a minute, wait a minute. He slept with eight times as many people before he met her. <laughs> oh, that's true. Now, wait. So, this guy, this woman, waste. right? This, the, look, I'm sorry, but Arnold Schwarzenegger is just a waste. He wasn't fat at all. With Jesse the Body Venture. And let me tell you, it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy, let me tell you. Arnold has not had... had these. None of these children are Arnold's. The government is making it all up. <laughs> They're clones. Yeah. It's, so, it's, a, it's, it's Attack of the Killer Clones. No, no. Oh, you know, I was going to mention The People versus George Lucas. <laughs> that movie about all the fans who hate him. They finally uh, were screening it, and it was screened in New York a few weeks ago, and I missed it. Oh, man. I thought you were going to say they... I thought you were going to say they finally killed him. No. No. They finally, like, broke into his ranch and killed him. <laughs> um, so, what I was going to say about Schwarzenegger was this woman, her husband, they just got divorced recently, too. And the whole time, the husband... Thought that the kid was his. No. Him and the wife are like Mexican. <laughs> what an idiot. And the kid looks just like Arnold. And they talk like this. No, he didn't. <laughs> they talk like that, but. Oh, full, man. Full mil- Wait, how much is he paying this woman in, in child know. support? I have no idea. Four million dollars, Julius. Ah. Uh, Four million dollars, Julius. You gotta pay a four million. <laughs> million. <laughs> million. <laughs> we could go on all day. Well, oh, with what, Arnold? <laughs> yeah, with all these like movie jokes and stuff. It's hilarious. I know. It's so. It, it, it's it's just so ridiculous and disgusting that it's hilarious. Yeah. Ah oh, man, like like it's. I'm I'm not saying the situation is hilarious. Just how much of an embarrassment this guy has turned out to be, <laughs> to me, is hilarious. Wait, no. The thing is, like all these people, are like oh, he's disgraceful. He'll never work again. I'm like, please, th- this isn't gonna stop anybody from hiring him or, well, or just, seeing his look, movie. Look, Charlie Sheen, he had his his one man show. Yeah, but look at him now. I mean, he's. Is it canceled already? What? The one-man show. Oh, I think it finished, but uh, 
I mean, what is he doing? He's not doing anything else. He's winning. Uh, well, of course. I'm just kidding. He's the loser. Winning! Loser. I need to put... You know what? We haven't updated the Hall of Lame in a while. I'm gonna... These two guys are going in it. Well, Arnold, I think, may be in it already. <laughs> I don't know. He's not. No? Sylvester Stallone is. Oh. Uh, yeah, definitely Charlie Sheen and, and Arnold, uh, I think, definitely have to be in it to that. Definitely in the running. Well, you already you already said Charlie Sheen's a lame idiot of the year. We're not even halfway through the year yet. That's it. Well, <laughs> he has some competition now. Yeah, Arnold's right in there with him. And... Donald Trump. Oh God, that moron! He is already in the Hall of Lame. Yeah, definitely. You're fired. <laughs> oh man. So. Oh, I'm talking about another lame idiot. Uh oh. Remember we talked about was it episode one sixty nine seventy? One seventy. Seventy? We talked about Weird Al Yankovic with the uh, Lady Gaga parody. Yeah. I performed this way for her born this way. Now um by the way, I listened to that after, you know, uh after we posted the episode. Yeah. It, I don't know. It was not a very good song from him. I, it was not one of his best efforts. Well, I mean, look what he has to work with. Now, so I was listening to her version, yeah. and this this moron. She basically the 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 entire like music is a ripoff of Madonna's "Express Yourself." Well, what do you expect? And she won't even admit it. And then. She did, like, the same thing with the Weird Al. Somebody, either her or one of her people, said that Madonna emailed her and said uh, that she was fine with it. <laughs> so then, like, one of Madonna's, like, management people were like, uh, as far as we know, Madonna didn't never sent her an email about anything. Yeah, she's a liar. This Lady Gaga, you know... New, who, by the way, you know, people think she's so cool and trendy and... It, She's a Guidette from New Jersey. That's her real identity. This Lady Gaga thing is like... Is like well, her she's not from New Jersey. She is. No, she's from like Yonkers. What? Or White Plains. Hold on. They got their own Guidos up there. It's... You know, people don't understand that. That they think this Jersey Shore is New Jersey Guidos. No, it's not. These are New York Guidos on this show. There's a very important distinction here. Um, well, anyway, her real name is Stephanie Germanata. Yeah. And, uh, she was, like, singing at some liquor store in New Jersey. That's how she got her start. S singing at a liquor store? I don't know. She's, she's just hell trash. Who the hell would want to hear somebody singing at a liquor store? She's trash. All right. I'm telling you, she is trash. This past, uh, you know, the, the, what do you call it? The season finale of Saturday Night Live. It was Justin Timberlake was the host and Lady Gaga was the musical guest. And they were together in like almost every skit. <laughs> and it's like, look. It was the highest rated Saturday Night Live ever. No, it was. Yes. Well, guess what? 
it's it, the, the Saturday Night Live. I know we we talked about this before and how it's it's gotten so terrible. It's unwatchable. It's not funny. But I mean, this re- this episode really exemplified how unfunny the show really is. Yeah. I sat through the entire episode and I didn't even crack a smile one time. It's just terrible. It's not surprising. Man. Um, by the way, it's another uh, blast from the past. Remember, I don't even know what episode this was. We talked about how they were making a um, a new um, Three Stooges movie. Oh, yeah. So right on the Yahoo front page, somebody already caught a picture of of it looks like Jim Carrey as Mo, and uh, the guy from Will and Grace, Sean Hayes, as Larry. Well, and Will Sasso of Mad TV is Curly. Huh? I mean, I oh, wait a minute. No, this isn't. Uh, hold on. Wait a minute. No, this is not. Jim is actually it looks like Jim Carrey. It's not Jim Carrey. This is uh, Chris Benicio del Toro. No, it's Chris Diamantopoulos. Diamantopoulos. I, I did. Well, a- anyway, we it had says talked- the guy from the Mork and Mindy TV movie. What? What the hell was that? We had talked about this supposed upcoming Three Stooges movie in episode 127. Yeah. So go to PaunchStevenson.com. You can listen to all our episodes. It was episode 127. So apparently this is... It's still the Farrelly Brothers. And apparently this... I can't... I really can't believe they're doing this. So, yeah, apparently, yeah, originally it was supposed to be Sean Penn, Jim Carrey, and Benicio Del Toro. Why do they keep changing the cast? Because those guys, you know, are very expensive. So, apparently they went from them to these nobodies. (laughs) Will Sasso? What the? I mean, I like Will Sasso, but... And he looks kind of like Curly. Yeah, but, I mean, who cares? And... The heck is gonna watch this? This is a, gonna be a theatrical movie. Well, remember when they remade the Honeymooners into a movie? Oh no, that was just atrocious. And the Flintstones. Now, speaking of the Flintstones, I read that Seth hey, MacFarlane. Hey, Bonnie. Hey, Fred. Hey, Fred. I heard that. I read that uh, Seth MacFarlane um, from uh, Family Guy was going to bring back the Flintstones as a primetime cartoon. Really? Yes. And then every 30 seconds, Fred's going to say, Hey, Wilma, remember that time I was eating lunch with Paul McCartney and he threw up all over me? Now I know, friend. 
and then it'll flash back for 10 seconds and then 30 seconds later there'll be another flashback well they did um in one of his uh, uh shows he did like a flintstones episodes a family guy where uh, peter griffin and the wife are drawn as fred and wilma oh really <laughs> And then at one point, they actually have Fred and Barney trying to get into a club or something like that. I, I don't know, but... I haven't seen that one. I don't know, but um, this is supposedly 2013. Ah, what? But um, I don't know. I, I don't know if this is actually going to happen, but um, I don't know. We, we should do an entire episode as Fred and Barney. <laughs> what would you want to be? I could be either one. Well, uh, you, you'll be a Barney. Okay, Fred. <laughs> hey, Barney, I'll tell you what we're going to... Uh, <clears throat> no, no, forget about it. No, what we'll do is... Let's think of a topic. <laughs> okay. Hey, Barney, did you ever play Pac-Man on the Atari 2600? What, uh, what do you want my response to be? Who cares? You're Barney. Yes, I did, Fred. <laughs> oh. oh, God, all right. Forget about that. Well, well, all right. And now here's another blast from the past. <laughs> okay. In 2012, guess who and guess what film is being released in 3D? You hate this film. And think about it. The director is big with 3D. Titanic. <laughs> it is? Yes. Oh, why? I don't know. So you can see people dying in 3D? Well, it's a thing. Two-thirds of the movie that's useless. <laughs> They're just on the ship. Crying and arguing. And it's like, you know, Titanic was a pretty good movie. But you know what would make it even better? If when the people were drowning, it, it, it looked like they were popping out at me. Uh, I mean, now everything's got to be re-released in 3D now. I mean, my cousin Vinny, that's being re-released in 3D. Yeah. The two youths. What'd you say? Eh? You just said something. I didn't say nothing. Did you say youths? Yeah, two youths. What is a ute? Um, I still wait. I st- wait, 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 wait. Did you think I said Jerry Gallo with a G? No, 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 no. Jerry Callow. No, no, hold on. Hey, I have here uh, facts from the clerk of New York uh, pertaining to one Jerry Gallo. Did you say Jerry Gallo? Yeah. Gallo with a G. Yeah. Jerry Gallo's dead. I'm aware of that. <laughs> I'm not Jerry Gallo. I'm Jerry Callow. C-A-L-L-O. <laughs> that movie was funny. Oh, it's great. <laughs> and now it's coming out in 3D. Ah. Bring back all the Joe Pesci movies in 3D. The Super. <laughs> yes. Home Alone. Oh, that would be great. Uh, Easy Money with... Uh, I got no respect. Oh, whoa, whoa. You know, all of them. What else was he in? Eight heads in a duffel bag. Oh, no. 
some of those movies were like where he was what was the one where he was at Harvard he was like the homeless guy living in Harvard terrible with honors probably uh um yeah it's Titanic coming back come so, back so by the way I should point out that <laughs> you and I are both still alive. Thanks for noticing. We did not explode. Oh yeah, there was another apocalypse. It was, <laughs> but then was they weren't even calling this apocalypse; they were calling it the rapture. I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, what is this? A, bl- a Blondie song? The rapture? <laughs> Who cares? But then, of course, you know this this hundred year old guy is like. He's yeah, like, what has he got to worry about? He's going to be dead in a year anyway. <laughs> but he's like, no, 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 wait a minute. I made a mistake. I didn't mean I didn't mean May 21st. I meant oh. October 21st. Oh, there you go. That's when we're all going to explode. <laughs> What's uh, wrong? We, we've survived quite a few apocalypse. I mean, j- uh, the millennium was supposed to be the end of the world. <laughs> then at one point, was it like 6606 came about? That was the end of the world. Oh, yeah. Still going. When in fact, even though the world is not going to end, we're going to end because of uh, uh, climate change and global warming, as we can tell by all these tornadoes. Well, here's my question. You had all these complete brainless imbeciles who believed this guy. I don't know that there were that many people that believed him. I think... I think it was like a running joke. No, but... Okay, so there were some people who believed this guy and quit their jobs, (laughs) spent their children's college funds, you know, on on advertising the the apocalypse. Which it's like, what's the point of advertising? Well, it's better than that Hale-Bopp group where they all put on jumpsuits and new Nikes and and drank... uh, uh, Cool. arsenic or something and killed themselves so so my question because is of a comet to all of these people who believed this guy lost their jobs yeah. got rid of their life savings and then the next day they woke up perfectly fine mm. did they learn their lesson or are they believing him again that now it's going to happen in october well, maybe they think they are dead <laughs> they woke up in heaven or in hell. It's like, oh, look at this. I don't I don't have to go to work anymore. This is great. Yeah. Oops, I just ran over the mailman. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, this other, uh, uh, this phenomenon is taking over Twitter and, and everything. It's called planking. Oh, yeah. Planking, where basically you take a picture of yourself, ba- somehow balancing yourself, uh, or laying down, basically you're laying flat on your stomach, head face down, in strange places. Planking. Ah, people need lives. Mm. People need to get a life. Oh. oh, get a life. Will you people, I mean, it's, it's just a TV show.